Hi, my name is Marion, and you are listening to my lockdown diary on UCT Radio, the soundtrack to your campus life. I'm a master's student currently doing my MA in media theory and practice, all while trying to survive a global pandemic. And let me tell you, I am not winning all that much, but life must go on. In fact, at the moment, we are on level three. Um, we need to figure out what to do with our lives now that we've got alcohol, exercise, or whatever else tickles your fancy. I want to take a moment just to reflect on, on how we're doing compared to the rest of the world. Um, so many South Africans have called our lockdown one of the worst in the world and one of the strictest. Some say it's worse than apartheid. Obviously, those people have never lived at the receiving end of apartheid nor watched any films about it either, ever. But that's a conversation for another day. Now, the reality is we, we may actually have been one of the strictest lockdowns in the world, but we're not very far off from another country, also in the global south, New Zealand, or like I like to call it, Little South Africa. From most of us experience New Zealand culture primarily because of the rugby. But we do have many similarities with that country, which is why I suspect so many of us want to immigrate there. But I think the primary reason is because it feels a lot like home. Now, the, the New Zealand Prime Minister, Jacinda Ardern, is actually one of my favorite politicians. I remember a while back, I saw an article about a woman who brought a baby to the UN and breastfed right there on the floor of the command council. But I really know it was her, the same woman, until the shootings in Christchurch last year. And the reason that I, I stood up and took note is because she only took six days to shut down gun laws in New Zealand. Six days. Now, I grew up in the U.S., and as you guys might know, America is still dealing with shootings. Well, not at the moment because of the lockdown, but up until the lockdown, they were having up to 300 mass shootings in the U.S. per day, and they still are battling with Second Amendment issues. Whereas Jacinda took six days to shut that mess down. Six days after all of one shooting. Now, we could go on and on about how much I'm totally woman-crushing on Jacinta Ardern, who's like by far my favorite prime minister in the world, literally in the world. But I really want to talk about what she's done um, with COVID and the lockdown in her country. So that same badass politician who whipped out her boobies at the UN and shut down gun violence, she shut down her economy much in the same way that we did, and around the same time, almost exactly to date. The key difference was her management of people's coping mechanisms, whether it's unhealthy or not. So I tried to have a look at a cigarette ban in New Zealand, um, and I couldn't find it at first. Of course, I didn't go into like deep, deep research, but I'm, I'm sure if I did, I, I would have found something. Um, but I just, on the, on the surface, just based on the superficial news reports that I, I came through, I didn't see any record that specified cigarette bans or any kind of debate about it. I did, however, find some stringent regulations around alcohol. So while they didn't ban out alcohol outright, it definitely wasn't sold the way it normally was. It was sold at retail stores only, with a one-in, one-out system, and there was a limit on quantities that prevented queuing. So while New Zealanders didn't have to give up alcohol altogether, their drinking habits were significantly limited um, by 
the let's call it lockdown. I, I want to say alcohol ban, but it wasn't a ban. It was more of a just the lockdown regulations. She also didn't regulate exercise as harshly as we did. She said you can just exercise for one hour a day, but she didn't actually state which hour that would be. She trusted her population to be self-regulated. Now, I know a lot of South Africans wanted the same thing. And I do actually remember at one of the first iterations of our lockdown where we were allowed to exercise. But then, of course, Becky clearly shut down that the very next day and it would cause problems. And, and this caused quite a lot of controversy. And this is what led to the T-point situation and, you know, all the other kinds of nonsense. But... As much as I hate to admit it, I think you might actually have been right. Because of the unequal society that we live in, allowing people to self-regulate would mean completely different things in Constantia than it would in their virtual next-door neighbors like Lavender Hill. So why did a strict lockdown work in New Zealand, but then not in South Africa? Well, I guess is it comes down to two things. Um, population size and GDP. Now, I just want to point out that I'm, I'm a media student and I've worked in the media for, for most of my uh, career. I'm not an economist. Um, so this is just my interest on, on what's going on, things that are on top of my mind. So just a, a quick look at Wikipedia. And I noticed that New Zealand had a population of around 5 million people. Um, that's about the population of Cape Town. Not the Western Cape, just Cape Town alone. And the GDP of New Zealand is around 200 billion US dollars. And the GDP of Cape Town is only about 78. So that's 200 billion versus 78 billion. Now here's the part that I found interesting. So the GDP of South Africa is 800 billion. So that's four times New Zealand. So a lot of people think that New Zealand has got a, sm a bigger GDP than, than we do, but they don't. Um, we have a four times bigger GDP than New Zealand. But, and here's the big but, our population, however, is 10 times theirs. So let me just repeat that. We have 10 times the population, but only four times the GDP. So that math doesn't really add up. So the numbers make more sense when we look at it per capita. So the GDP per capita in New Zealand is around 40,000 US dollars. In South Africa, about 6,000. So yeah, overall, South Africa is way more poor than the average Kiwi. And we have a lot more to do with a lot less. So, but you already knew that. So why am I bringing this up now? It's supposed to be a lockdown diary. The thing is, I have become uncomfortable with the sentiments that we have the toughest lockdown in the world um, and that other countries have done it better. So that's one of the reasons I looked at New Zealand because they are also one of the toughest lockdowns in the world and we're quite comparable to them. Uh, again, just simply did little things here and there, but they didn't have their rotisserie chicken. Um, they weren't allowed to walk around freely. Schools shut down, places of worship. Like, almost everything else was exactly the same as what we do. But we, we keep on wanting to compare ourselves to all these other countries where we have such unique issues in South Africa. I also don't like the idea that people say that it was better in other places of the world. But I want to know, better where? Like, what are you comparing it to? Sweden has been one of those countries that people have been going, yes, we must be like Sweden. They didn't have a lockdown at all, which I think a lot of South Africans are going for and still going for, even though we, we had lockdown three. It, it feels like level two, to be perfectly honest. Um, 
and I'm not, I'm not really feeling all that safe. So Sweden has a population of of five million, oh sorry, ten million, but they have five thousand deaths to date. We have fifty million, and we only sitting around five hundred deaths. Yeah, no thanks. I don't really think we should be comparing ourselves to Sweden. Um, let's look at the UK. Their population is more or less like ours, maybe slightly more. But the death rate is around 40,000. And I'm not even going to go into their politics because they are being ripped a shred from the inside, from their own parliament. I don't know what's happening in the UK right now, but the parliament is falling apart. It's ridiculous. And I thought that the EFF antics were shocking. <laughs> now, these, these MPs in, in the UK, they're so blatant and they're horrible to each other on social media. It's, it's a shocker. And I don't even want to discuss the US. Uh-uh. No. Um, I, yeah. <laughs> Trump, Andrew Como, what's happening in Minneapolis? No. Um, we, let's not even talk about the US. We definitely know that we don't want to be like that. Um, Italy. Well, we know what happened in Italy. The truth is, there's not really too many places that are doing better than us at the moment. In fact, the only country that I've personally researched that I could say is actually doing better than us is New Zealand. And I've already indicated why we couldn't do the things exactly the way that they did. But considering what we have done with the resources we have had, I feel safer here than I would feel anywhere else, with the exception of New Zealand. But I'm happy with, with the way that we have done things. And I know many people, all these places I've just mentioned, I've got friends and family, like close friends and family, in each of those places, and they all wish they were here. They all wish they were home and and feel more protected from the regulations that we've had in place. And I know my South Africans. I mean, we love complaining. If, if I put money on it, I would say that complaining is probably our national sport, <laughs> especially now. But I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm getting sick of the negativity, especially when I, I talk to my friends overseas and I see how they're doing and how they're truly panicking. I don't think we're doing so bad. Yeah, I would have preferred if we stayed on, on level four, to be honest with you. Um, but I'm okay with where we are right now. I'm happy for exercise. I mean, that's a good thing. Um... But I'm not really sure about the alcohol situation. Now, don't get me wrong. I do drink. I am a drinker. I am not a teetotaler. But I do drink socially. So my drinking habits is related to others around me. So drinking at home is not really something that, you know, excites me all that much. And I've been fascinated to, to have a look at what South African drinking habits are like. I didn't know it was such heavy binge drinkers. Comparable to, to people, no, we're one of the top in the world. It's pretty much just the Irish and the British that are worse than us. Like the dependency on alcohol has just blown me away. I didn't rush to the stores on the 1st of June because I didn't really think it was necessary. When I left Rez, I only left with one bottle of um, champagne, um, rosé champagne. I still left my red wines um, in my room as well as, you know, half a bottle of vodka. And I don't really miss it. <laughs> um, I might go out and get some alcohol now, but it's really, if I don't have it, I'll, I'll be okay too. 
it doesn't really faze me that much. But I know it's been such a major issue for some people. I'm used to drinking being the add-on to the activity that I'm doing, not the activity itself. So I'm struggling with the fascination about the dependency on alcohol. And I think as South Africans, we need to actually look at ourselves and ask, why are we so dependent on alcohol? And now that we have access to it, are our lives really that much better? So, yeah, I think what I just really want to share with you guys is, despite how hard things are, and how hard they're still going to be, I am happier being in South Africa than any other country in the world right now. I'm happy that you you drinkers have got your your alcohol. I'm sorry that you smokers don't have access to your cigarettes. But I feel safe. I feel happy that I can do some exercise. And I'm glad that I'm not in the US, the UK, Sweden, Italy, virtually anywhere else but here. Um, Even the rest of Africa. They're not doing too badly in Africa, but we're still doing much much better just simply because we have access to resources and you know we don't have wars or anything like that so yeah things are hard um we're at level three things are a little bit better but i'm happy to be in this country to be in my country i i I do consider the u.s my second home um i worry about my my friends over there particularly my african-american friends but it's good to be in south africa It really is. That's my reflection for today. Tell me what you think. Are you happy to be in South Africa? Would you rather be locked down somewhere else in the world? Um, If so, where and why? Um, The only place that I would consider is New Zealand for the reasons I mentioned earlier. But let me hear from you. Um, Next time on my lockdown diaries, I will tell you how my academics are going. Uh, And hopefully I'll have more to tell you what's happening at the moment because... um, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's been a bit of a struggle, um, but I am supported at UCT. I've got quite a large network of people um, who I can lean on, and that's, I'll take you through that next time on my Lockdown Diaries at UCT Radio. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in to the soundtrack of your campus life.